Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted, otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Hey everyone, welcome out to another episode, sorry as I adjust my phone, of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky's uh, GBG Drive-By. And uh, before we get on to what we're going to talk about in this amazingly fantastic episode, just to, oh, sorry, I'm driving and uh, that's a sign that I'm a dangerous driver, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, buckle my safety belt. There we go. Alright, finally. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Before we begin this week's episode, let's just uh, go ahead and uh, get some uh, important messages out of the way first, such as uh, Audible, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky, over 180,000 titles to choose from. One of my favorite ones to listen to and pull out uh, that I got from Audible is the amazingly cool uh, Born Standing Up by Steve Martin. And one of the other ones I'm actually uh, looking to get here uh, shortly when I get some time is the the, uh, the Kevin Smith book. I think it's uh, Tough Shit or something like that. That's what I'm saying. They have read by Kevin Smith, by the way. Also, Bossy Pants, another one of my favorite. What I got from Audible, and that's just by signing up. If you'd like a, a trial of what to expect, again, over 180 titles to uh, choose from. That's audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeee. Also, check out my webcomic, a fan-based webcomic of Ninja Turtles called Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You can visit that at utmnt.com. And last but not least, Pack Rat Comics. For all your fun, friendly gaming and comic book graphic novels and much more needs, go to packratcomics.com. And uh, they are one of the best comic shops I've ever been into. And they are found right here in the heart of Old Hilliard here in Columbus, Ohio. That's packratcomics.com. All right, so GBG Drive-By, and this is a little weird, and I don't get a chance to talk about this as much, um, so I'm just going to throw it out there. And also, it's been a while since we've done an episode, and, and first off, I want to really apologize for that. Um, the last episode I recorded with Jimmy, which is uh, should be posted by now, but, I mean, goddamn, uh, that was a bit of a headache to edit, and, only, and really the only reason why it was a headache to edit is just because... Uh, I have such a little time now, but it was stuck on my phone. I, we recorded on my phone. I left my microphone at home, uh, my recording mic at home, and so we recorded it on the phone, and it sounds actually pretty good, all things considered, and just getting it from my phone to uh, the computer was actually a lot more of a hassle just because I don't use my Dropbox as, as often as I usually should and, and do and all that stuff. Uh, so long story short, too late. Uh, it was stuck on my phone and I couldn't get the goddamn thing off. And finally I realized, oh shit, I have Dropbox. And finally, because it was, it was a large file, because Jimmy and I usually record long episodes. It was an hour and I think 30 minutes or something before I 
I did actually surprisingly edit it down any, and uh, it was one of those, oh, okay, great. I can, I should have just uploaded it to Dropbox. It would save me a whole hell of a lot of uh, problems. Um, so, so yeah, so that's what happened. This, though, I don't expect it to be too long, and uh, also our schedules are a little hectic just because we're trying to get the other uh, radio show up. The, uh, the It's All Been, uh, well, tentatively titled It's All Been Done Productions. If you're interested in that, I don't think you have a lot more time left, but again, I don't think Jimmy will turn people down. So please check us out. It's... Uh, Go to Jerome, or just look up at Jerome Russell TV and get more information there. Or go to the Good to Bad and Geeky's Facebook fan page. We'll have some information there, too. I think, also, I think it's JeromeWetzel.com. We'll have more information. I have this feeling, though, I'm fucking up the name of the, of the URL. So, um, but yeah, so check that out. All right, so we talk about comic books, but I really want to talk about a comic book that uh, I really... I really dug, and since Jimmy is really far behind, and he won't, like, you know, try reading anything new, even though it starts out a new number one, and again, I, I get it, if he's compelled to do that, I, it's a little frustrating, but I, you know, I frustrate him with shit all the time, too, so, I, I can't hold it too much against him, so, Guardians of the Galaxy, the comic book series, written by Brian Michael Bendis, I've grown to really love it and I know some people who were fans of the original Guardians uh, series before this one uh, had some were taking some issues with that um, I really enjoy it man like you know I really find it to be a pleasant experience so I mean shit you know what I'm saying I, I don't I don't get it I really don't get it so But yeah, I really, I really dig the hell out of, um, of of his run of Guardians. And the thing about those who don't know is Brian Michael Bendis, uh, when Guardians got rebooted, uh, so to speak, it started off uh, from a plot line where the Guardians of the Galaxy ended on a really high note, which is... Um, I think it was part of the Annihilation storyline, which is uh, Rick Rick Ryder, Richard Ryder, aka Nova. He's a celestial Marvel superhero, and then uh, you have the Guardians. You have uh, a few other characters too, are all teaming up together to stop. I believe it's um, Thanos and a few other. Matter of fact, I think Thanos ends up being sort of a good guy until the very end because I think the Terrace Act or the Cosmic Cube plays a part. Um, but uh, Thanos, uh, Nova, Drax the Destroyer, and uh, uh, Star-Lord, uh, Peter Quill, get sucked into the Cancerverse, and the story ends with them sacrificing themselves to save the day. Well, when Guardians is sort of rebooted... Peter is still fine, or he's still alive, so is Drax, but they don't really necessarily address what's going on, um, and that's, you know, interesting, and people were a little upset that they also reconned uh, the origins a little bit of Star-Lord, I remember, I think, in, in Guardians of the Galaxy number zero, um, they sort of discuss that whatever that changes, and I don't, actually, I do not have Guardians number zero, I have issues one and above, and I, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed the, the hell out of the, the book series, uh, the way he writes the characters, um, 
is really fun and exciting and um, and I, I can't vouch for how people has ran Rocket before. Rocket sort of changes a little bit from writer to writer, which is really fascinating. I've seen other people write Rocket Raccoon and um, and it's hard to get a distinctive voice like Rockets down in a comic book. You know what I mean? And I and I understand that. Like, uh, you get that sort of from the movie. That Rocket has a very distinctive voice. You know, oh what? He no talk no good for you. Is that what the problem is? You know, you really get that sense of a voice and an emotion and character. Uh, but when it comes down to like a comic book, you know, and Bendis has this really fun way of, and I guess maybe it's not been present to me in other iterations of the character, but how he walks up to characters like, blam, you're dead, and do stuff, does stuff like that when he attacks Chathari or whatever his enemies are. You know, like, blam, you're dead. Uh, blam, blam, you're gonna be dead. Blam, you're gonna die soon. Stuff like that. It really brings a fam- familiarity of the character. Uh, when you see him uh, in the series. Groot, of course, is Groot. Um, though it's a little weird, I really like how he is portrayed in the movies in terms of visually. So it's a little weird to see him visually portrayed differently in the comic book series the way he is. Not that there's anything bad about that or wrong, but it's a little it's a little unique. So the storyline takes place is that, you know, Peter knows who his, knows who his father is, and that is uh, he is the son of uh, Jason, I, I, I don't know how you really pronounce it. It's pronounced Jason, but it's J-A-S-O-N-N, I think, of the, the planet Spartax. And his dad is an asshole. He's a great-A asshole. Um, and uh, he... You realize that his dad is sort of a douchebag who wants supreme power in the universe. He just doesn't want Spartax anymore. He wants Spartax to be what people, a lot of species, consider Earth to be, which is the possible future center of the universe. Um, which is the joke is that humans, at least this is my take, humans take themselves seriously like they're the only creatures out there, even though at this point they know they're really not. And the superhero uh, superheroes of the, of the Earth, planet Earth sort of s- seem to cement this, right? But Jason, or Jason, wants Spartax to be the new center of the universe. Um, so he's making deals, doing all this and that, and his son is more of like is, is you know Peter Star Lord is sort of punk rock about it. He's like you know f the man kind of deal, right? Uh, and his dad has wronged him, but his his father sort of loves him but doesn't love him. It's a really weird relationship, and it's really complicated, and it's really great. Um, the best move, though, I've seen in the series was seeing uh, him bring in Flash Thompson, who was written by Rick Remender. Uh, uh, Rick Remender. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, he's now in Captain America, but he wrote Venom. And for those who don't know anything about Venom anymore, is Venom is a character who uh, is no longer Eddie Brock. He's actually Flash Thompson, who, uh, due to the recon of uh, One Last Day, which, you know, I didn't love One Last Day, but One More Day, or a Brand New Day, I mean. I really actually like that twist of the character, which is he is a character who um, joined the army, went and fought in Iraq or Afghanistan, but got his legs blown off. 
And uh, the military, I think thanks to Tony Stark and Reed Richards, took the symbiote and really fucked with it a bit in terms of they were trying to get... Um, they're allowing the symbiote to join with people, but not permanently bond. Um, people with uh, missing limbs uh, who are wonderful, skilled fighters and use the symbiote. And then right when it gets up to like however many times they separate it and let it join a new host. The only problem is uh, Flash Thompson is the only one that seems to have a great control over the symbiote, or so they think. And so the Avengers, seeing this, uh, take Venom and assign him, uh, now that he's a full-blown Avenger, assign him to, uh, to what's it called? Um, to the Guardians, to sort of keep track of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I really liked it, um, because at first it felt like it was a way to keep uh, Iron Man, you know, because originally they, they had Iron Man join, and it felt very like, really, this is what you guys are, are going to do now? Okay, sure. Um, and, and I'm not going to lie, it felt a bit like a cheat in some ways, you know? But uh, I really dug what they did. I really dug the change. And uh, Bendis did something which I really enjoyed, and I didn't think I would because anytime people try to explain the symbiote, it, it, it has a very negative effect. Because the symbiote is one of those things that, if you don't explain it, it's one. Or it's, if you ever watch Frasier, you don't ever want to really see Maris, right? Maris is one of those characters that it's kind of like the parents in, in Peanuts. It's better left to our imaginations, right? And so the symbiotes are sort of similar in that vein. Like they can come from Venom, but we don't really want to see anything more than that, right? So. There's always a little bit of that. So when people always do the whole thing of, oh, yeah, like, I really, you know, whatever, that to me is what I'm, you know. But he does that towards the end of the run. Um, but because Marvel is rebooting or doing whatever the fuck they're doing uh, here in a few months, it, it sort of, I'm afraid they're going to lose all that. And it makes me sad because Bendis, I think, really has made me love the Guardians of the Galaxy in a way that the movie did but didn't. You know what I mean? Like, it made me really appreciate the team, and it's one of my favorite books. I'm not going to lie, I, I, I tend to be a, a Bendis fan anyway, um, or I just, en I just enjoy his writing, and the fact that he, he is also doing the X-Men right now series, for the most part, I think Uncanny X-Men and All New X-Men, I really love his takes with those books as well. So, it is a little disheartening that, you know, I think the X-Men books are, are, are fine, but he's, it feels like he's being taken off the books, but I could be wrong. Maybe he's just no longer doing them and he agreed to that, or they're using them for something else. I don't know, but it, it breaks my heart a little bit, um, this new Marvel initiative, whatever it is. Now, man, here's the thing. We're all assuming it's a reboot. We don't really know. Um... And, and that, again, that's okay. It's actually fun as a comic reader to think about that. But with the loss of Mark Wade on Daredevil here shortly with Chris Samney, who I think Chris Samney is also leaving the book as well. I could be wrong on that. It's, it's a little bit like, well, shit, you know. So, yeah. I, but the last issue ended, and it really felt to me like with Guardians that it was planned 
or it wasn't really planned. Like, the ending of the storyline occurred, but not really. Um, I really enjoyed it. And it makes me sad that it ended the way it ended. And, you know, it makes me sad to see, was it Battle Worlds or whatever the hell it's called now? You know, I really wanted something a little bit more. So, that's all I got. Um, thanks everybody for listening for me sort of complain for 15 minutes about Guardians of the Galaxy or actually praise it and then complain that Marvel's taking it away. There are other titles that Marvel is taking away too. If you don't like that, you know, just make sure you let them know. Like, hey, we really enjoy this book. Um, I'm sure that it will make a difference. but Or maybe not. But at least make your voice heard. So um, I have a podcast, but you have Twitter. You have some other things. So make sure they know that too. So thanks everybody for listening. Again, I appreciate it like mad. Um, And we'll see you next episode here on The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? (laughs) What song is that?